It's a tag cast. Brought to you by Fenrir. Some crazy guy named Hop. Tonight's guest, Fallen Aztec Ronin. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the tag cast. What? I mean, Hop, what was that? Like, what was the inspiration behind that little gym? I mean, I don't know. I'm it feeling was like, rough in the inspiration department it was, today. It was kind of like a funk elevator for a moment there. <laughs> like, I mean, I was kind of jamming to it, not going to lie. But, yeah, hey, I'm uh, Fenrir765. Oh, sorry, Hop, I'm going to go ahead and just get us rolling yeah. here. <laughs> I'm Fenrir765, uh, Hop, with the music on the intro, as always. And we are joined by Fallen Aztec Ronin. Uh, how you gentlemen doing this fine evening? Doing all right, all right, all right. That's about it. <laughs> all right. Get a little bit of Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I'm good. Um, things are starting to look up, I think, a little bit in this COVID world, hopefully. At least as far in my neck of the woods, things are calming down again. After we were calm and then we were the number one state in the country for COVID cases, and now we're calming down again. And hopefully it fucking stays that way because... Well, because everybody in Arizona already got it, so nobody else can get it now. Hopefully, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> um, what about you, Fallen? How is how is uh, your neck of the woods? Well, I'm in SoCal, so we're just fucked. We're just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's. I mean, like to be honest, dude, it's like you got you got people not listening on both sides. Right, it's the same <laughs> here. I think that's nationwide. Yeah, but it's, we're the it's, biggest it's everywhere. We're the biggest state, the most populous state. Yeah, SoCal is like, I swear to God, there's like 40 million people that live in the southern L.A. County region. It feels yeah. like it. So It's very crowded uh, there for sure. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, so you're pretty new to TAG, and since you've never been on the show, I thought we would ask, like, how did you find TAG? What what made you hang your hat here at TAG and play uh, hours and hours of Modern Warfare with me? Uh, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> Willow brought you to tag. Willow well, she brought, brought tag. she brought you she brought you here. But what's made you stay here? You didn't have to stay. Oh, obviously. I, I mean, this ain't um, Hotel California, so. <laughs> uh, for the most part, uh, just gaming with people that are the same age, just messing around. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing too serious. Uh, casual people here, and you know, that's that's pretty much. I always look at gaming as like a casual bar environment. You know, just go in, drink your beers or, you know, have a few games and then just bounce out and then repeat the following days. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty my idea of gaming. You know, I'm not Perfect. competing. I'm not, you know, trying to start anything. Just, I just want to have fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think, I think you found the right place. I think that's most people in tag. They just want to hang out and play games with people that are of the same, um, state of we want to hang out and have fun nobody's trying to be a competitor and nobody wants to listen to a bunch of screaming kids or people cussing at each i mean people cussing at each other in fun but not people like cussing at each other out of malice that's yes. awesome speaking of having fun and cussing at each other there is a game that i think if quite a few of us in tag were anticipating and they finally showed us a trailer fallen and what is this game that we've all been waiting to see I would say the closest one is COD. 
Yeah. I mean, so, like, unless it's like another Borderlands or something. I mean, <laughs> no, that, I'll get to that in a minute. But they um, didn't they show us? There's a trailer that that we all saw. Can you tell us a little bit about the new COD trailer? Uh, you know what? The only thing I uh, caught my attention was Reagan and how they right. uh, kept his uh, pretty, you know, dead on on his image. It was pretty That's, sweet. Yeah. I was pretty excited. I mean, not only is it a sequel to the original Black Ops, um, but I also thought the um, the art direction they just they just did a really good trailer. Like that made me excited. I was like, I hadn't really been excited about a game trailer in a while, so I was pretty excited to see that. And I thought they pulled off the Reagan and the other CIA guy looks creepily like a weird mix of Robert Redford and Kurt Russell if they had a kid. <laughs> that is a was, wild looking child. I was just <laughs> I was just happy that they didn't have any glamour rock there, you know. <laughs> Since it's the eighties, they didn't have somebody yeah. to play in the background. I like the music, I just didn't like the optics of the eighties. <laughs> oh. All wrong. You know, well you couldn't tell the difference between okay, is that the sing is that the guy singer or is that the groupie? I can't tell. <laughs> oh, you mean like the hair metal bands? Yes. 80s, man. Glamour rock. Remember that shit? Yeah, that was kind of... So this game takes place in like 81, 82. Like, glam rock was a little bit later, like 85, 86. Yeah, That's but the disco's right there, too. It just it just um, <laughs> transcended into glamour rock. <laughs> the bell bottoms are right there. <laughs> they also said um, for this Black Ops Cold War... That the uh, next gen and PC versions are going to have hardware ray tracing, and it's running on—it's not running on the Modern Warfare engine. Surprisingly, it's running on Treyarch's Black Ops 3 engine that they've heavily modified to support these new features. So it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. I got that news from uh, Digital Foundry's video. So it's not going to be on the Modern Warfare, the newer engine. Not the not the campaign, and possibly not the multiplayer. Now. The from mm -hmm. what I understand, and they haven't revealed everything. I guess we'll find that out September 10th for the multiplayer reveal. The Warzone aspect will still run on the Modern Warfare engine, but we'll, I guess we'll find out um, all those details on the 10th. These are just. But Digital Foundry did say that the main game itself runs on a modified Treyarch Black Ops 3 engine that's going to support what they call enhanced hardware ray tracing which means it isn't ray tracing the whole environment it's ray tracing parts of the lighting that need help instead of using um the other ambient occlusion lighting and stuff to make so, it look more realistic so it's kind of like american wireless companies coming out with 5g but isn't really 5g it's 4g just for the story. <laughs> so it's kind of like that i guess <laughs> We're just gonna apt. slap five in front of it. Yeah, it's, Very it's the future. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's kind of like when a major company decides not to sell one of their <laughs> biggest software developers. Yeah, do, do I you mean, know anything about that, Finn? I mean, I am kind of intrigued by this whole thing. You know, okay. I don't know anything about this. So, <laughs> all right. So I got you here, Fallen. Don't worry. AT and T had many years ago bought like all of WB pretty much and AT&T is going broke so they have to settle a lot of their debts and one of their things that got floated out there was that they were going to sell WB Interactive so that was Rocksteady, WB Montreal um, uh, Never, Netherrealms The only um, thing that gives AT&T value <laughs> Yeah, so they were going to sell all these game studios you know 
games like Batman, Suicide Squad, uh, which is coming out, that was just announced officially, uh, Gotham Knights, which also was just announced, and but big things like Mortal Kombat and Harry Potter and things like that were going to be sold as one big package because they have like a billion dollar in debt that they have to somehow get rid of. But, um, you know, there's a lot of rumors that obviously a lot of major players like, uh, Microsoft, uh, EA, uh, Activision, 2K were all interested in buying this stuff. So, but now WB's or not WB, AT&T is making an about face and they've decided it's too profitable to sell. I don't know, like, if their recent announcements from these two games that they just... Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights has kind of invigorated some fan bases that they think they're going to just all of a sudden get a ton of money off of. I don't know. But I I, I was kind of secret hoping Microsoft would pull, pull the trigger and buy them because, you know, not that they would make all those console exclusives, but it would have just been like, hey, cool, Microsoft owns these things, you know. That's just me being the fanboy a little bit on that, but I was that would have been an awesome like it would have been good for them to build some exclusive titles if they had those studios, just because they're really they seem like really well. Well, um, Rocksteady's like fan friggin' tastic, so. right? That's what I mean. Having those under their under their umbrella would be great if they don't tamper with it. <laughs> I mean, they, it seems like the the head up, the head ups at uh, Microsoft Game Studios are really into letting these good developers keep doing what they're doing. They just want to bring them under their umbrella so they're not making games for, you know, PlayStation. Exactly. You know, Microsoft got to get a you know a cut from the profit. <clears throat> you know, the licenses. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing is like a lot. I think a lot of things that are unknown about it is if they did sell, would they would whoever became the owner of these companies still be able to access the licensing of those titles like Batman and Harry Potter and stuff like that? Mortal Kombat obviously is owned by NetherRealm, so they wouldn't have to worry about that. Um, well, if I've, if uh, what do you call it? Uh, Rocksteady owns the licenses. Under Rocksteady, then it's going to be their property, and they have to either renew it or it's stripped from them. Yeah, I'm sure that all of the bat, all the Batman, anything that belongs to Warner Media Group, would not go with them as far yeah. as development. They would, but they, but their name alone. Let's say if they work for Microsoft, let's say they developed a. Uh, Let's think of a Microsoft property that could be a Batman-esque game, like a Killer Instinct game, but in a full adventure 3D world. It's not a fighting game, but an adventure game like those Batman games with one of the characters from Killer or Instinct. Mortal or Mortal Kombat vs. Killer Instinct. I mean, I know oh, they're two different fighting sh- games, oh, yeah, that would be but, cool. you know, would I mean, it, it'd still be interesting. You could see those characters cross over to each other or, yeah. you know, or maybe even like characters from like Microsoft Studios. I mean, you can see like not necessarily like how Matt, uh, the Arbiter showed up in Killer Instinct and some of the, it was a general Ram was also there. Um, but like things like that, that'd be kind of cool to see, but it doesn't look like that's happening anytime soon. Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I've, well, maybe it's fortunate, you know, cause sometimes things like this, like big purchase and acquisitions can also end up killing studios, um, at the same time. So hopefully none of that happens. And a lot of these places continue to make, some pretty stellar 
sweet games. But until then, we won't know anything, but we do know that it is September and there is a lot of new games coming out this month because we're now through the, what, the summer drought of gaming. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, let's see, what do we got? September, uh, today's the first. Today, Crusader Kings 3 hit PC. It's also on Game Pass for PC. Uh, Duke himself was playing it today, I heard. Uh, MX versus ATV All Out hit Nintendo Switch today. And then tell me why Chapter 2 dropped on Xbox One on, and PC. On the 4th, we get Doraemon, Story of Seasons on PlayStation 4. Doraemon is that really cute anime cat character that has hardly had any games released in the United States. Uh, <laughs> Marvel's Avengers drops on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. NBA 2K21, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The much-awaited, with bated breath, super, totally redone, and amazing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 that everybody's been waiting for, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. September... Nail the music on that game. I, I, I heard they got everything. I heard they got oh, everything, that's... like... <laughs> I was like, wow, that's crazy. That must and I hope they've added more to it as well. But Yeah, you know. we'll see. Um, September 8th, I've been waiting for this. Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, which is a remake of that game with some additions um, made by some of the original guys that worked for Bethesda back when The Elder Scrolls was something completely... I mean, not that it's not as good as it was, but when it was bigger, when it was almost more creative than it could fit in an engine, like Daggerfall era, yes. it's from these guys. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to playing that because I missed, it, missed out on it last gen, and since we don't have a new Elder Scrolls game, this will be my uh, Elder Scrolls game to play. Random fact, this game was... Uh, Developed by 38 Studios, which it was now, which is now defunct, but was Kurt Schilling of Boston right. Red Sox fame. But uh, the lead designer was a guy that was one of the lead designers from Daggerfall and Morrowind. Yes. And the whole game is based off of a book by R.A. Salvatore, um, who's a great writer who yes. fucking killed Chewbacca in the expanded Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> I people, did not know that. People, I could, I could people ten- went ape shit, man. People went ape shit I, when that I could happened. sense the aggression in your tone. <laughs> like, he was a great no, writer. You know what's that funny? You know what's funny? Like I didn't really. I was. I was kind of out of the Star Wars expanded universe at that point. But a couple of friends of mine are like, "Dude, he fucking killed Chewbacca. Fuck that guy. They were so <laughs> mad." Now it doesn't even matter because the whole EU is now Legends universe. Anyway, back to the game. September fifteenth, Fight Crab on Switch. I'm assuming this is like Fight Club, but you're crabs. I'm not sure. Spelunky two, PS4 and PC. September eighteenth. This game made me think of Sith as soon as I saw the trailer. WWE 2K Battlegrounds. It's like an arcade arena style wrestling game with like really uh, fun graphics. Hits PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. September 22nd, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim on PS4. September 24th, Serious Sam 4 on PC. Finally got a date. That was undated for a while. I think it was supposed to come out last month. Uh, September 25th, Mafia Definitive Edition. That looks pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. The trailer looked amazing. It looks like Once Upon a Time in America was turned into a game, like, because the graphics are that much better now. PS4, Xbox, PC. September 30th, Baldur's Gate 3 on PC. Did you ever play the original Mafia? No! Oh, it's so good. So this looks even better. Right, I can imagine this, but the the graphics on this remake, I watched the trailer, I was like, holy shit, this looks like 
uh, Once Upon a Time in America, like brought to life. Yeah. Like, I was, wow, there, this is amazing looking. One part in the game that is like there, there's a mission that you have to, it's a car race, and you have to win the car race. And it pissed me off back then because it took me forever to finally beat it. I don't know why. I just struggled with it. When certain games, we should have a topic of uh, games that have those weird one mission that drives you fucking crazy, and then when you finally beat it, you're like, yeah, fuck you, I beat you. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm, I, I have a whole list. Do you? Go through. Yes. But, have I mean, you like, ever had a game where there's one level, like, it's not even near the end of the game. It'll be like, in the middle of the game, there'll be one level or one boss that's super frustrating. And when you finally beat it, the rest of the game's super easy. Like, I remember, I didn't have this issue, but a shit ton of people had this issue with the uh, Ocarina of Time on the N64. The Water Temple, I guess, drove a lot of people crazy. I yeah. beat, I went through it the first time without a problem, but I had lots of my friends that were like, I'm totally stuck here. And it's, well, you know, it had a couple sneaky puzzles. That's this car race on Mafia. Like, right. like just, and you couldn't do anything. Like, it It was back then, it was like the early, P, it wasn't early, but it was PC gaming, you know, what, however many years ago. So, like, you had like one save at the time. And I, I couldn't. There was nothing I could do. Like it just, uh, it just peeved me. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, we got some interesting updates coming. Yeah. So this month, I mean, for me, this is this is what I've been waiting for to play. Borderlands Three DLC Four finally drops September tenth. We're getting into the world of Krieg, Psycho Krieg, and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck. Don't say that three times fast, because you will say it wrong and you will cuss. Um, we're getting a level cap increase. We're getting new weapons. We're getting an, what looks to be a really cool story. I cannot wait to play this. I basically, uh, I played a crap ton of Borderlands 3 last month with Aztec, and I told, and once I saw the trailer for this, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop playing because there's no point in farming gear right now because we're gonna have to refarm our favorite gear. And we had just farmed all those good flippers too, man. That's oh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. I have like, I have like 20, at least 20 guns with the. The two hundred percent anointment increase, yes. Yeah. Oh well, my god, dude! It's like well, half the fun will be doing it again. The other DLC comes out the day before. It's like what of another game that I really have missed and I've been wanting to go back to, and now I have a reason. Outer Worlds first DLC September 9th, Peril on Gorgon. That'll be on Game Pass. Um, that's is gonna the, be awesome. Is the DLC on Game Pass? I I was always confused by what was I happening. I think with it's the supposed DLC. to be on Game Pass. I okay. guess don't quote me on that, but I think because it's a first party game, it's gonna be on Game Pass. That's a weird nebulous one because technically this is still being published by Private Division. Oh. So because yeah, of all that stuff. But um I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if it is on Game Pass or not. By the way, the pair on Gorgon does look like it's going to be hilariously good fun. So I'd be curious to see how long it is. What I do know is if you're like me, you've probably been spending a lot of money on Amazon lately. And if you have, what you should do is instead of buying at checkout right away, just go ahead and take those items that you found, copy and paste them in the Discord, and get a new spiffy link that will allow you to click on and then give a small kickback to tag, allowing for us to do projects like the podcast and some other things, and just also keep the lights on. That does cost a bit of money. Uh, feel free to reach out if you want it. 
or if you just see something that's really cool that you need to post, like I'm going to be getting a mesh network for my house here soon. So I'm going to copy and paste that Amazon link into the discord and click purchase after clicking on the affiliate link. So Amazon affiliate links help tag out. Okay. I got an update for you. I did okay. a little bit of Google foo. The DLC is not included in the game pass, but they're offering the first DLC is fourteen ninety nine, or you can buy the expansion pass for twenty four ninety nine, which will give you both DLCs. If you played Outer Worlds on Game Pass, you can get those expansion passes for ten percent off. Uh, so what you could do is you could go to Amazon and buy Xbox Live card. Do those count for our discount or no? Do you know? Or for I don't the believe they link? do. I think well, digital. Digital content, but Doesn't. still put it in there. I mean, See I think if it'll happen. There, there's a. I could, if you want to know more about how the Amazon affiliate program, please let me know. I can explain it to you through a wall of text. <laughs> Speaking of a wall of text, look at this playlist. What have you been playing, Fallen? I see a stack of games here. You've been playing all these games this this uh, past couple of weeks. Oh yes. I'm I mean, your to top what game. I put on there. <laughs> I forgot. One of those games is the game you should just stop playing everything on and keep playing it because it's damn near the best first-person shooter of this generation. Oh, Titanfall 2. <laughs> Did you finish the campaign yet in Titanfall 2, Fallen? You finished it, didn't you? Yeah, I finished it. In yeah, he days. finished it. Yeah, it he was, finished that. It was, I slept on that game. I'm going to be honest. That game, I slept on it. It was freaking... It was amazing. I love the yeah. movements in it, the quick, the rapid, you know, uh, the part where Willow kept on freaking dying. That was my favorite part. Oh, the just, time level. The yes. time level. I mean, you just had to time it, synchronize everything. You know, you got to be hustling. <laughs> I love so it. The, the coolest part about that level was when that game first came out, like everybody that was talking about it was like, they would just call it that level. Like, because they didn't want to ruin it for anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you got to that level, you're like, oh, I get what you mean, that level. Like, it, yeah, such a it, badass game. It was intense. That's one of those things, one of those games that I haven't, I haven't played a game that it forces you to check out two perceptions, perceptions at, at the same time, right? You got your, your in time yeah, uh, timeline, and then you got your, you know, back in the future. And I've never played one where you play them, you know, simultaneously. Simultaneously, yeah. It's no, usually was... one or the other. Right. Yeah, it so reminded like... me of Link to the Past, just done on a faster, more intense level. Oh, so okay. if if you like that gameplay, there's actually a game on the 360, and I'm pretty sure it's backwards compatible, called Singularity, where it does that same kind of mechanic, where you travel back and forth between two. Uh, timelines and and you have to utilize things in one timeline sometimes in the other to be able to to kind of progress through a through area but yeah it's called singularity it's probably like an eight to ten hour game it's actually a really really cool game i loved it check that out where's my pen right that should down be nice. I'll have to look it up to see if it's backwards compatible or not. But if you have a 360, just dust that bad boy off and hopefully you can find a disc. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I do. It's packed away somewhere. Nice. <laughs> what else have you been jamming to, man? Uh, I've been starting Gears 4. I mean, I just signed up for the whole Xbox uh, 
Game Pass, it's only it's a dollar. Pass. Yeah, that's why I did it. I was like, yeah. See, the thing is, I don't play many games. I got to find a you know a handful of games. I usually stick with them. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, I remember back. Remember back in the day, the GameFly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I ne- I bought it. I mean, I had a subscription. I never really used the games, <laughs> so they were just sitting there like the old Netflix. You know, it's just it was a waste of money. Um, at least for me. Uh. So I've been just trying a whole bunch of different games that I kind of wanted to play that they had on the Xbox or Game Pass uh, list, which I've been starting game Gears 4. There you go, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool campaign. I got to uh, get into that one more. It was good. Five, I thought the campaign in five was better, but Gears 4 was a cool start and it had some cool set pieces. They played it a little safe, I felt like. Um, five, they experimented a little bit more. <laughs> I thought they were going to end it at three, like they did with Halo. Well, they did. It was like a solid ending. They, they did end it at three. <laughs> Cliffy ended it at three. And the thing was, is I think Microsoft wanted more. Cliffy left. I mean, the Gears team had disbanded, and then Microsoft put together a crew, and they got Rod Ferguson, and they, you know, they kind of brought in. But now Rod Ferguson has left the Gears team, and he's working for Blizzard. So oh, we'll see what. Diablo. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Gears 6. It'll be interesting to find out. Um, nice. how's I see you've been playing Halo Wars. Yes, I'm a big fan of Red Alert. That was like oh, the first computer game that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oregon Trail and Red, Sim City and Red Alert. <laughs> Those are oh, three games I remember from freaking you know the '90s when I was when that I got into some games. You start died off with dysentery. the <laughs> Yep. Those <laughs> <laughs> so like Sim City and Red Alert. Those I loved Red Alert. You know, yeah, Command and Conquer Red Alert was great. That was probably the best one in that series. I thought Red Alert was better than eventually when they made Command and Conquer 2. I thought it was too complicated. Yeah, it just got a little crazy. Yeah. You know, like it's just uh, the the, the cutscenes were, were corny as hell, but it was just perfect corny. <laughs> right. The mechanics in it was uh, no different from like SimCity. It, it, I, I I found it entertaining. No, but I could play it for hours on end. So how would you say Halo Wars? compares to that does it is it striking your fancy or is it uh if they would have add cortana's voice in the background like if she would have you know would have been the ai to guide you through the the campaign or you know if it's a campaign i think because you have a thing for cortana is that it like no i have a thing for halo okay (laughs) you know it's like the cortana is like it's master chief and halo that's you can't have one or the other you know it's not halo without cortana how far are you into Halo Wars? I think Mission 7, okay. I believe. See, I really loved Halo Wars and 2. The story is so awesome. And it's going to connect to Infinite from the way it seems like because of... Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it, it seems like it's going to connect to Infinite once you get through the second one. But it's, it's really cool. The blur cutscenes in that game are friggin amazing like some of the best cg i've ever really seen is through that game so the the only thing i've heard before i started playing the campaign was that halo one or halo wars was good the second one was better so that's the only thing i'm going in you know the gameplay of two is like they they perfected in a way the gameplay from between the two it, they've fixed all the kind of the nuance things that were kind of buggy and annoying and one and then two it's just like it's kind of it's a lot smoother and easier to manage and they have a lot of good variation and two 
uh, in the mission types. So you're not always just trying to do the same thing. So it, it's really cool. Yeah, but, it is. I would agree. So far right now, it's it's it, not every mission is the same. Everyone is different so far. It's, it seems diverse. All right. Anything else you want to chat about before Hop gives us his rundown? Mm, that's pretty much, except for Borderlands, that's the only games and COD. <laughs> that's all the games I've been playing. Uh, we all have our vices. No worries, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty with with Fallen and a couple other people. Um, I like Plunder from playing Warzone, and then uh, we've been playing a lot of multiplayer because we can turn crossplay off and avoid the cheaters and just have some fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, leveling up some of those. Fallen and I have been having a lot of fun with that AN94, mm-hmm. comparing loadouts. Love um, it. Yeah, it's cool. I. Um, I got a couple friends that are playing Apex, and I miss playing with them, and I tried to play Apex, and I'm trying to like that game, but I'm having a hard time, which is weird, because I love Titanfall. It's Respawn, but it's not Titanfall. I said this to somebody else. I feel like I need to get high on speed or cocaine before I play Apex. That game moves way too fast for me to keep up with. I'm like, dude, what, what just happened? Why are we going so fast? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm lost. So I don't know. I'll give it another couple shots, and then may just not play it. Um... I also had another friend who really wanted to get back into Division 2. The game is beautiful. I'm just not really feeling it. Um, I booted up Wasteland 3. I might not have been in the right frame of mind to start that game. I was like, no. I just turned it right off. Um, The only other thing I've been really playing is a lot of um, the fighting games on Fight Club Night. Uh, We've been having a lot of fun with Killer Instinct and Virtua Fighter 5. That's been good times. What about you, Fen? What have you been playing? Uh, You know... I've talked a lot of the last few weeks. This last month has just been eating at me. I don't know how a lot of you people that spend a lot of time on the computer come home and then still play video games. I My hat it goes off to you because with doing this virtual teaching stuff, I've like my head has been fried and I'm like, I don't even want to turn the Xbox on, let alone look at the TV. So more props to you guys that were able to pull that off. Um, I think I'm adjusting to it, so I'm getting feeling more up to it. So I've I keep I'm still up to COD. I've been getting really deep into Jedi Fallen Order, which is super fantastic. I have a bit of a beef with the combat in it. Um, I am playing on Master, not Grandmaster, but Master. Um, so some of the combat kind of annoys me, but. You know, I'm enjoying the stories. Fantastic. And Hop, I asked you this last night. Why is Kashyyyk Australia? Like, <laughs> I don't. Everything on that planet tries to kill you. It, yeah. Like, it is the most ridiculous thing in the world. So That was such a good game. I, I, I want to play through it again. Yeah. And then uh, the other night I was playing some Drake's Hollow with uh, Romano Dog. And that was kind of fun. It's... Uh, I've heard a lot of people compare it to Fortnite Save the World, the the single-player thing. It's kind of a base-building, crafting type thing um, where you kind of stretch out across different islands and gather resources and bring it back to save these little creatures called drakes. It's, it's, so it's pretty unique. It's a third-person melee with some ranged combat, but uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's cute, fun. Um I think I'll keep playing it. And then I have actually got, I think about a third of the way through Battletoads and I'm really liking it. I, 
it's got the right humor. It, it's funny. It's cheeky. It, it's, you know, it, the only thing that I'm griping about really is the fact that there's no online co-op. It's right now only couch co-op. And I think that is a real missing thing, especially in today's world, like rare, come on, get it together. Not many people are going to be sitting next to each other playing video games right now. So I just, after, I mean, Streets Rage 4 has online play and yeah, for a major first party release to not have online play is kind of shit. Yeah, I think I wonder how much of it was just kind of like a ode to nostalgia, like oh, people are gonna sit next to each other and play. You know, they want they they want to bring back the co- couch co op thing, and they're they're kind of forcing that down your throat. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but when you make my options to either not play online with my friends or to make it really fucking complicated like another uh, RPG game by a, a company that rhymes with Fab Farm, um, <laughs> then I'm not going to play your game. That's, yeah. that's just it. Damn um, it. I want choice. Yeah. No, I mean, I've if heard I want to, those... it's my choice to get COVID if I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some rumors that the online may come uh, because of the kind of backlash that they've gotten from it. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think if, if they put online, I'll be tempted to actually play it, but I, I wasn't impressed with the way it looked visually. And when I saw that there was no online, I was like, no, nah, I'm not even going to bother. See, like to me, it feels like the visuals, like I enjoy it. It's bright. It's, it's colorful. It's kind of like early nineties cartoons, you know, like it, it really has that, like, that vibe to it. So I think the, the play style of the game though, hop, you would enjoy it. I, I do think that you would like the play style of the game. Um, so I, I, I would say try it if you, if you ever, you know, can look past some of the, the warts, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> I see what you did there. Well, yeah. If they but, had online co-op, I'll think about it, but otherwise, right. I'm not even going to bother. Yeah, I, I was curious to get B Daddy's input on it because I know that him and his son played the hell out of Streets of Rage four, so I'd be curious to see like what they did. But the the cool thing with it is the the single player has, um, you can switch on the fly between all three car- all three Toads if you wanted to, uh, and they all they all fight very differently from each other, so uh, it, it's kind of cool. Um, but I'm having fun with it. I, I look forward to finishing it. Like I said, the humor in it is pretty on point with it. So um, it's cool. What kind of humor? Just out of curiosity. Uh, you know, it's a wide range of humor. Like it, I feel like it's a safe to play game with, you know, older kids, uh, like older elementary kids. Like you could play with them because some of the things are a little bit, higher end so like they're not going to catch the jokes um whereas you will as an adult will catch them and you'll laugh and enjoy it and then there's stuff that the kids will a kid will would probably enjoy so they kind of so like disney humor yeah i guess so kind of um, i mean they don't go really explicit but they throw some in there for the parents yeah there's <laughs> i mean there's some like kind of like raunchy things that they they pull out um that you just have to like catch it when it when they say it you know, a lot of that's what she said type stuff like <laughs> that you would say in your brain, like, oh, that's what she said, you know, so and like, you know, it's intentional. So uh, it it's there. There's one really funny level at the very beginning of the game that it's just like 
it's kind of wall breaking in a way like and i just kind of chuckled through it was like 45 seconds but i like laughed because of what they were having you do through it which was kind of funny so but anyways um enough of battletoads uh Every Thursday night, uh, mainly on the Xbox side, but every now and then we did get some games that have some crossplay going on. Is our Thursday game night? So, Hop, what is going on? Thursday game night. Uh, this week, September sixth, we have Forza Horizon Four, which is crossplay PC and Xbox. Great game. Every once in a while, though, the lobbies like to crap a brick, but we can work around that. September thirteenth, Halo Master Chief Collection returns. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that one last time. Hopefully we get some more people coming. September 20th, Fallen. Keep your joysticks ready for this one. Titanfall 2 multiplayer. That was that was a blast last time we did that. I got to mess with that one. I like that one. Yeah, <clears throat> September. I'm like four years behind, but still. 27th, <laughs> Halo 5 will return, and that's our September. And then every Friday night, I started a thing called Fight Club, and that's for fighting games. Um, we've mostly been playing Killer Instinct because it's on Game Pass, and the lobbies were great, and it's a lot of fun. And then a few of us to stick around for the late, late night, stay up and play Virtua Fighter 5 uh, Final Showdown because that's just a killer fighting game. Um Mm-hmm. I've also talked to Audible about starting a fight club on PlayStation, but so far I'm hearing crickets. So if any of you tag guys are on PlayStation and you want to get a fight club going, please do. And post in the Fighting Games channel and let people know what you're playing. It'll be awesome. But that's enough about fighting, Finn. What is this literature that you want to tell us about? Yeah, uh, we have a book club. Every month a new book is selected from those who have the book club role in our Discord server. Uh, this month, it, the choice is up to none, on, none. Wow, none only than the man B Daddy K. So once he selects a book, you guys can begin reading, listening, uh, whatever it is you consume books through, um, and hopefully you enjoy it. And maybe purchase it through Amazon.com using the affiliate links. I figured I'd throw that out there one more time. No. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, uh, I do know that some people will use the Amazon affiliate link for a new console coming up here in the next few months, which is the PlayStation 5 or the Series X, if they ever decide to tell us what it's going to cost for and when the official release date is. Because we are in September and we still don't know that information. We still don't know the price or the release date. That's got to yes. be coming like any week now. Yes, and there's no, has still no been, still has no been, what the hell am I saying? <laughs> there still has not been any word on the Xbox Series S and the official capacity. Yeah, well, so, not officially, but it's on all the packaging of yes. everything that's being released. The new Elite 2 controllers even have yes. Series S compatibility on them listed Yep. on so, the package. So it's all but been confirmed by Microsoft. So it's now just begs the question... Do you need a PlayStation 5 or a Series X at launch this year? And and that's been a highly debated topic for many, many reasons. Uh, it's been a hot topic in our, in our Discord. Uh, mainly the price thing has been a huge factor on this. But I'm going to go ahead and start with you, Fallen. Uh, Hop and I have gone ad nauseum about our stances in a lot of ways on these next consoles. But... Where do you stand on the next generation? Are you 
day one adopter because you just like to buy shit or are you waiting and seeing uh i'm one of those guys that if i want to spend a large chunk of money on something i want to make sure it's durable and it's gonna last uh I remember the 360 days, the old ring, you know, the the, ring, the red ring of death. The red ring of death. I remember the PS4 problems with this, the, their, their, their disk drive. I recall Xbox One having issues the first year. So I'm not going to buy a new console until like a year after it's been released, until like it's been on the market, people's been messing with it. They actually have real troubleshooters, which happens to be the clients and the customers, but nonetheless... <laughs> You know, that's the best way to troubleshoot a product and to buy one afterwards. It's like wait a year after it's been released to buy something. That's just my model, especially when it comes to tech. <laughs> well, okay, so then... you, weren't, you weren't even thinking of buying a Series X this fall. Nope. <laughs> so then I guess, can I flip the script on you then and say, what would it take for one of these console manufacturers to get you to spin your ducats? Guaranteed, if there's any problem, I'll get a replacement that day. Hmm. None of this shipping to, you know, Xbox uh, facilities, get them replaced or, you know, because you get them replaced within Without, 30 days. You mean by the manufacturer, too, and not some extra warranty through Best Buy? Because you can get that through Best Buy, but you got to pay extra money. Oh, yeah, like when when you did, I, I sent my uh, my 360 ring red, you know, ring, whatever the red of death. Yeah. Uh, and I got it back like a month later, you know? And I right. was like, yeah, no, if I'm going to, you know, drop 500 bucks or whatever, let's just say it's 500 I want it then and now. And if it's going to, you know, if it's going to have issues on the first year, I'd rather just call, you know, contact Xbox and tell them, hey, you know what, this crap, can we just swap it? You, you know, whatever you want to do with that one. But I think, you know, that that's kind of one of the unfortunate things with the death of the Microsoft store. I've heard a lot of people having that kind of luck with them like walking in with like hey my xbox doesn't work well is it under warranty yep they'll check it out and they're like, yep it's still under warranty it's covered here's a new one you know so i've heard that story so now the microsoft stores don't exist anywhere which is a bummer because we had one locally to us so but no i i can understand that sentiment you know so you are you are going to wait to see about some of us fools who will upgrade earlier on i'll wait for everyone else to you know deal with uh with the bullshit and then hopefully by the time i i'm ready to buy my own the bullshit's already taken care of and i appreciate everyone that went through the bullshit that i didn't have to go through yay i can feel you on that one <laughs> yeah so hop with that being said will you be Fallen's beta tester <laughs> it i mean it it all really depends um I honestly don't feel like I need one this year. There's not a single game that really looks like... The only game that, to me, looked pretty awesome as far as... Um, and, and said it was going to support some next-gen features was Black Ops Cold War, saying that they're going to support hardware ray tracing on day one of Series X and PS5 launch was pretty cool. But everything else... I mean, none of the games, there's there's no game that's a, a Series X only or Series X exclusive that I need to have day one that won't also run on my current Xbox One X. I think if I was still limping along an original Xbox One or maybe even Xbox One S, I would probably be ready to upgrade and I would probably be day one ready to get the Series X, especially if you have a 4K HDR TV. That's kind of a no-brainer. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's it's kind of weird. I think I think COVID kind of ruined some things for the companies yeah, and the gamers everybody. because I think the hardware was ready, but I think a lot of the developers got bamboozled by this whole COVID thing. I really think the Halo team was half got bamboozled by COVID and half got bamboozled by changing direction halfway through development. I, I, I really think there's a lot more going on to Halo than, than we've been led on. And especially with that recent news that uh, Joe Staten came back to kind of wrangle in the team is kind of like, Oh, that's, I mean, that's either really good or really bad or maybe both. I don't know. Um, I mean, what would have got me buying one day, one guaranteed, that would have been had Halo Infinite looked amazing, supported hardware ray tracing, been like a next gen ball busting looking release. Then I probably would have, I wouldn't have cared what price, what I would, none of that would have mattered. I would have been like, no, I want it. <laughs> but I don't care if it breaks on me the red ring. I right. want. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I would have just got, I would have probably got the Geek Squad warranty. I just mean, so without a super amazing looking launch game that that really pushes the hardware or really anything else that I can't already play on my current one the push for me to get one has really dropped down and especially if the if it's really expensive I'll, I'll be I'll be hanging out with uh, Fallen till next year <laughs> <laughs> maybe they might throw some more bundle on that shit New well they're always usually the second year but yeah we'll see what happens and that, that's the other thing we don't even know the price there's there's rumors that the Series X is four ninety nine. There's rumors that it's five ninety nine. There's rumors that the Series S is two ninety nine. And then on the PlayStation side, there's rumors that it's same as the Series X. There's a four ninety nine rumor for the full version or a five ninety nine. And then the discless version is a hundred dollars cheaper. So either the discless version is either going to be three ninety nine or four ninety nine. We don't know. If they Xbox comes out with one that's two ninety nine, they're going to win. The, the, the Series S. Yeah. Now, the rumors on the Series S is that it doesn't do 4K. It just does 1440p, but at 120 frames. I mean, it's it's for more of the casual gamer that's not... Or, or maybe somebody that just plays on a monitor that doesn't need HDR. It's the same hardware, but it's downclocked. And it may or may not have a disk drive. We don't know yet. I could see them not having a drive in the Series S to cut down on the cost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. What about you, Finn? I mean, I think you're in a different situation. You you still have an original Xbox One S. So. Yeah, I mean, I I have an S, and it's trucking along. You know, it's doing all right. Um, but it, I still have a 1080p TV. So you know, I'm kind of one of those people that like, I don't need to upgrade because I don't have the TV for, but I'm also of the mind that I figured I would upgrade the console first and then the TV later. Well, I, when so, the X came out, when the one X came out, I didn't have a 1080, I had, I didn't have a 4k. I had just a 1080p plasma. But when I saw the, the videos of the super sampling in action, I was like, that looks great. Like how you're getting the 4k, but down sample the 1080p and it was worth every penny so you, it, your games are still going to look amazing you yeah. just won't have the hdr and once you do you're going to be like oh my god well i'm gonna <laughs> but so the benefits of me would be obviously frame rate and yeah. load times and things of that nature that will that will well, really just, 
they'll just run smoother. Like I've seen Borderlands yeah. three run on a Xbox One and then on One X. It's like night and day how fast it is. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty, same thing. Like McSwitch has One X died, and he was he had his old Xbox One still lying around. He hooked it up and he was trying to play Modern Warfare. And he's like, oh my gosh, it runs so terrible. Well, and I mean, it's more like you know when we play you know games online like it kind of sucks when you guys have been loaded in for a good 20 seconds and <laughs> i'm like all right uh maybe maybe this is the moment nope not yet so i mean there there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of things going in play like I, i'm of the same mind as as you hop that i um i i am uh worried about the price even though I know I have, I, I've squirreled away money for this and I've squirreled away more money for this than what I thought I needed because I knew eventually I'd go for the TV as well, whether that be a, a year later or not. But so I'm now sitting in this boat like, well, what about this Series S? Like I am really actually giving some thought to the Series S and because maybe right now I just spend the money on and keep the 1080p tv for an x number of years longer and you know whatever but i the series s will fit all my needs that the series x will but i just won't have the 4k obviously but so my biggest drawback though is the disc drive if there's no disc drive in the series s then i probably won't get it because i do utilize the disc drive for blu-ray and other features other things so yeah and if you get the series x it's a 4k uhd drive yeah so if you get the 4k tv and your favorite movies on a 4k disc and you pop that in you're gonna be like whoa because i i do still buy actual disc movies because it yeah, looks so better than streaming and yep. also i still get the digital copy anyways right. so like but yeah so i'm of that mind now going to playstation is kind of a out of the question thing for me just because i'm so heavily invested into the microsoft ecosystem with obviously game pass for the next two and a half years yeah. um with also all the digital content that I've purchased that should be f compatible going forward. Um, I would be starting from scratch with PlayStation if I decided to go over there. Plus everybody I play with is on Xbox mainly. So, um, you know, there, there's all that. I mean, I would, I would instantly gain the ability to play with people like audible, which would be awesome to play with him on a more regular basis. But hopefully that will be less of an issue going forward anyways with third-party games. Um, with crossplay becoming more uh, prominent as long as they allow you to turn off PC and choose console only. Oh, That'd man, be fantastic. So. Um, anyways, so yeah, I'm like I'm in this weird like limbo state with the Series X slash S next gen debate. This would be my first console that I would purchase at launch if I do it. Um, I missed the 360 by about six months. I missed, I did waited a whole year until after they got rid of the connect on the one. Um, I got the Xbox like eight months after launch. So, and then everything else were all like all like gifts well after launch in terms of like Nintendo and uh, super Nintendo and all that stuff. So, if I do it, this would be my first time buying a new console at launch, which is kind of 
appealing to me. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that FOMO is kind of like, ooh, I don't want to miss out on it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you're right, Hop. There's there's a lot of reasons to not upgrade right now, unless you're a PlayStation person. Maybe if you're on the PlayStation side, you're a PS4 person. There there are more reasons for you to upgrade because the backwards compatibility thing seems to be a little gray, um, as and like it's not as prominent as it once was led to believe. Um, plus, all new playstation games will pretty much only be playstation 5 only and not work with the playstation 4 so playstation seems to be holding on to the old generation hard cut off uh tactic that they've held on to in the past plus they have this new dual sense controller that seems to be really wicked awesome uh i don't know if you've read much about it but this thing like eventually apparently is going to be able to tell you when you're going to die um based on the way your palms sweat i guess so um you know i see a lot of interesting things with the way that microsoft and sony are drawing lines in the sand about how they want they perceive the gaming generation divide and it's it's just unique and i wonder if there's anything that can be done, I think that I really do think price is going to be the biggest factor, obviously, um, for any of this. And I, but I do think that there is something to be said for ecosystem, uh, loyalty is not the word I'm looking for, but, uh, entrapment, I guess. I don't know. Uh, do you guys investment ecosystem investment? Yeah. Ecosystem investment. I think there's a huge thing. I think that is a, the biggest barrier to for Switching either company. Yeah, it was different. So last gen, when we were when we went from 360 and PS3 to one and PS4, digital wasn't huge. There yeah. were, I mean, I bought a lot of digital games on Xbox 360, but they were the Xbox Live Arcade games, or every once in a while they'd have. But most of my games were on a disc. I would install the disc, and because it was faster off the hard drive, yeah. but you still had to put the disc in the machine. But the games didn't tra- transfer over to the next generation. No, they the didn't. Either, and so. and for a lot of people, and that was, I mean, that was, and I've told this story. It's been talked about a lot. That was that E3 where Microsoft showing that year at E3 for the Xbox One was pretty sad, and PlayStation showing. They knocked it out of the park. So a lot of people, especially in tag at the time, they were like, I'm out, man. If Microsoft's going to have the wimpier machine and focus on TV and not focus on games. And there was no Halo. There was no Halo at that E3. Like, it was a sad showing, man. There was nothing really that stood out on that Xbox One E3. Uh, A lot of people from tag jumped over to PlayStation 4, and it was easy to do. They just sold their 360, and all their games were on a disc. They took them to GameStop. They traded them in and got a PS4. But now, most people that I know are buying their games just digitally through the store. Especially now, I think, in this COVID world, it's easier than ever to be like, oh, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm just going to download it right here on my Xbox and play. So, yeah, the yeah. investment the investment is huge. So thinking about jumping over, it's like, oh, I'm going to lose all those games. Unless you're just going to keep your current Xbox One and then jump ship to a PS5. I could see people doing that. Um, well, I mean, but- there's people already talking, like, I have the PC, so... That too. Yeah. I might as well just jump 
get the PlayStation 5 and keep playing on the PC. So Very true, because with Game Pass, they can play all And a lot of those games going forward will probably be cross-play. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and this has been said, even our friend, one of our good friends, Ubo, even agrees. It's not about, Microsoft is taking the approach. It's not about where you play the games. It's necessarily what platform you're using in the sense of Game Pass and their service versus the console or pc so you know it'll be interesting if sony comes back and answers that but as of right now i am i would say i'm like 90 10 in the direction of paying or buying a console at launch now i i i may be 60 40 on x versus the s so we'll see what happens i mean you know, it all a, depends when they announce price, right? Yes. Price and availability. I mean, there's and, some stories that are saying like, oh, it's going to be really hard to get. And then some stories are saying like, no, it's going to be fine. Well, there's this whole thing with PlayStation, though. It's like, hey, we want you to sign up if you have a PSN ID on our website just for the chance to be able to be notified that you can pre-order at this certain time before everybody else. And it's like, so I'm getting a raffle to be raffled to be a select winner so i can then be yeah that sounds to... like a <laughs> like the ps3 it wasn't that bad but that that machine was kind of hard to get at launch i don't know if you remember and they were people yeah. flipping them on ebay for like yep. two thousand dollars on the release week i mean it was well, they... a six hundred dollar machine <laughs> i mean they did the same thing with uh the one and the ps4 i mean people because you know everybody wanted to buy them well not as much with the one but the because i remember my nephew my sister was buying my nephew at during that launch window a playstation or an xbox and she couldn't find either for like the first month that they were released oh wow so (laughs) i mean i think we'll we'll see that issue still um you know, I think that's part of the issue. Like some of people were speculating that the prices are going to be so high is because of the scarcity already of these devices. So I don't know. I think it's interesting to this conversation has been an interesting conversation. It's getting to the point where until we actually hear something from either of these companies, I might just be like, you know what? I'm done talking about it until they actually tell me more. Um, <laughs> I, I think Mark Cerny and Phil Spencer are just like sitting back, twiddling their thumbs and laughing at us because they already know, like they know what's happening and when it's going to happen. And they're just like, I'm enjoying the speculation. You know, I've seen YouTube personalities post videos every day with a new price rumor that is vastly different from the one before. And it, it's just getting, it's getting old and, Tokyo Game Show, I guess, is at the end of the month. Microsoft is having a showcase at it, or Xbox is having a showcase at it. So that means hopefully sometime in the next week or two, or two weeks, they will come out and say, this is what we're actually doing, because I don't see Microsoft announcing at Tokyo Game Show the price and the Series S and release dates and all that stuff. So, I mean, that's my professional opinion, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Well, I mean, we can't argue with that, can we? That's... That's kind yeah. of all she wrote there. That's pretty much. All I know is I don't do PlayStation because I hate the fucking controllers. <laughs> I have wide fingers, you know. So to accompany my wide 
belly. But nonetheless, I, I cannot stand those freaking those bumpers on top of each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think my God. It's like the fingers are chafing. Is that even possible? The offset. <laughs> I like the offset sticks the best, but the the triggers and the bumpers on the PlayStation were always something I struggled with. And so when the Xbox Hated. launched it, like I was like, this makes sense to my fingers. So, yes. And I actually, I mentioned it. What was it? Was it yesterday? We were talking about Dreamcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Those controllers on the Dreamcast, I loved it. Dude, and so to me, the um, the Xbox, the original Xbox, mm -hmm. not the Duke controller, that controller yeah. is hideous, but the Japanese controller S, which they later upgraded all the U.S. versions to have, which was the prototype of what's now the 360, what's now is the Xbox One controller. To me, that was like they took the Dreamcast controller and like, what if we just put an extra thumbstick on it and two yes. extra triggers? Boom. And that's basically what they did because it and, felt it had that same feel. And it had weight to so they didn't yeah. feel like a toy you know it felt like when it vibrated it's shook in your hand like shit yeah. was happening that's that's why i stick with xbox i'm not a fan of the controllers well with that being said i think we've kind of hit this uh dead horse as many times as we possibly can um fallen i want to give you a chance to give any shout outs to anybody or tell people about how they can find you on Xbox or wherever to play games. So plug yourself or some random person on the internet if you want to. Right, well, I mean, there's, uh, there's no reason. There's nothing specifically unique about me and playing or gaming with me other than just hearing me bullshit all the time. That's pretty much it. And use profanities here and there. Uh, <laughs> and trying to uh, censor myself, which doesn't really work that well all the time because I just usually shut the fuck up. Anyways. Uh, all right. Um, how can people find you, man? Yeah, just Fallen Aztec Ronin on face on not Facebook on Xbox. Awesome. That's, that's it. Uh, not just just messing around. Nothing serious. <laughs> cool. Hop. Any last words? Nope. Uh, just uh, thanks, gentlemen, for this uh, good conversation. I know, I know it's. It's kind of like beating a dead horse, but I feel like until we know any more, it's kind of interesting to talk about, and the leaks just keep coming, so it was fun. Um, you can find me online at theadultgamer.com. Um, easiest way is to just come there and find me there. My Xbox Live Gamer tag is there. I like to play uh, lately Call of Duty and Borderlands, so if you're into those two games, hit me up. Fen, roll us out, buddy. Yeah, I'm Fenrir765. You can find me on the adultgamer.com Discord. Uh, I'm just doing what I can to keep it running for now. So hit me up if you have any ideas on how we can make Tag a better place. I'd uh, love to work that out with you or anybody on the council. We can support you in maybe some in future endeavors to continue to grow Tag and to make Tag a enjoyable place so people like Fallen can come and... Uh, I don't know what Fallen does again. What does he do? Oh yeah, he he he, he talks and curses pretty damn well. So <laughs> um, yeah, you don't want to get me started because you know, I'm, I'm emotionally <laughs> callous, so that doesn't help too. <laughs> oh dang. Well, yeah, anyways, <laughs> we can bring more people in and have a good time. Um, again, this is the Tag Cast, and we are glad you listened to us tonight. So have a good one, everybody.